Hello and welcome to another Heathen Weirdos episode. Today, we're going to talk about dressing like a heathen. What is dressing like a heathen? Is it an actual thing? Nonsense? Does it have certain points in time when it's maybe more valid than others? We'll discuss that now. Hi, my name's... <laughs> Don't judge me. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, my name's Theo. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Sif. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Kenna. My pronouns are she, her. Yeah. So, uh, guys, what is dressing like a heathen? I have no clue. <laughs> and I just... I'm just working with what I have in my closet here. Um, so, I guess, like... Mm. Whenever I hear someone or read someone referencing dressing like a heathen, like a really brosa true image comes to mind. Um, and if I guess, oh god, we should describe brosa true. From my perspective, brosa true is like, um, like. Gym bros who wear like really, really, really tight t shirts that have maybe some Norse imagery on it and like jeans, and they're always like skull motherfuckers and like maybe <laughs> some t- maybe some tattoos. Like basically, they look like um, like gym bros to me, but like with a slight heathen undertone, heathen inspired gym bro. Yeah, yeah, like like they've got like Mjolnir's and like. Maybe some like Norse inspired tattoos, and um, like they might have like Odin or Thor on their t shirt. Or even better, the shirt says Odin, but very clearly has Thor on it. Yeah, I love it. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> oh, I love the Brosa True. They're genuinely often their total golden retriever people, and they want to do good. <laughs> I just don't know. They can, they want to do good and also, like, are often misguided. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. that is a very much, you know, I, so I live in a military town and dressing yeah. like a heathen sometimes comes with dressing like you're a Marine because <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a population of them. There's a population of hyper-masculine heathens that are just even a step further than Rosa True. Yeah. Like, and I feel like when I think of Brosa True or like the Marine Brosa True, it's like it's not even just Skull, it's like Valhalla. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a number of people with Valhalla straight up just tattooed in Rudic script on the arm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the vibe we're going for when we say Brosa True. Um, but then the other, you have a shirt, Sif. Do you have thoughts? I just have a shirt that says Danger Heathen on it. That's probably the most heathen outward thing that I have. I love it. Um, (laughs) But I think I'm I'm conflicted because I would normally, my point of view is I would, I want to be able to dress in full armor and cloaks and all of that. So I'm going like historically Uh heathen. Uh, And obviously uh, Viking Age reenactment is totally valid. Yes. But at the same time, and also, 
Although the ritual that I just did, I wasn't dressed up for. I just had like a shirt and like, jeans. How wasn't. dare you? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I would, I have and would, you know, wear some sort of uh, Viking Age appropriate attire. But yeah. there is no, there is no right way to dressing like a healer. Yeah, there and I guess that, that's what I was going to say next. I was like, so we talked about Brosa True. Sif kind of mentioned like, well, I did this ritual and wore a t-shirt. And it's like, that's not wrong though. Like, it's it's also not like, that's how you have to do it. Like, there's a lot of ways you can do it. Like, you can fucking go all formal, like, white tie attire for a ritual, if that's if that's yeah. how you feel about it. But you can also go sky-clad. It's not sky traditional. Yeah. I was about to say, like, in your jam jams, um, which is also valid. <laughs> but I was like, what's... Yeah. yeah. No, I often do rituals in my jam jams. I live Damn. for that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I I wear a lot of athleisure, and I am not actually. No, I just wear a lot of athleisure nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. like me, the slightly stretchier materials, and like I still look professional. Like I wear it to work too. I still look professional, but it's like I work in a basement. No one sees me. Like <laughs> I don't need to wear slacks. <laughs> Slacks are <laughs> worse. Okay. I mean, but I like the slacks. other Anyways. fake aesthetic that we see a lot. This is like 98% because of that TikTok filter that said it was like Viking makeup and it was just like smeared black paint and a couple of runes on the forehead. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't have TikTok. What? You haven't <laughs> seen that filter? No. I want to find a picture of that filter for you while we talk okay. about this. It's the okay, I'll wait. Viking filter. And if it's not called the Viking filter, it is used by heathens and Viking LARP to represent Viking vibes. It's very, like, pseudo-shamanistic. Yeah. Okay. That's saying that I would love to be able to have a justification for wearing, like, war paint every day. Oh my god, please. Sif, your justification is that it's glorious. Yeah, but if I show up to work with, like, in my office job, it would be like a, like a, like a like a skit (laughs) what you do is you just like break it down into um you're gonna be using makeup for this um break it down into like slow like it's it's like your um captain marvel um shrine you you start low and you just keep building up until just like a heavy eyeshadow yeah like until someone stops you yeah a heavy eyeshadow that i've slapped really intense smoky eye yeah. And then like yeah. eventually it just <laughs> keeps <laughs> rowing. Oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, is it I hate called it. Wait, what is it called? What is that? Uh, I hate it. Um, let's find everyone who is calling it the Viking filter. Looks like it's just called Viking filter. I mean filter. it looks like it looks more like kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it looks more like kiss. It looks like kiss went grunge. Mm. Like it's a and, good hashtag. I'm pretty sure it's just called Viking filter. What the fuck it is this inspired by? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so heavily inspired by like culture conceptions of shamanism that it doesn't actually like. Oh, I don't. What 
Don't get me started on shamanism. Yeah. Okay. For people who are just hearing that and don't know us very well, shamanism is an extremely valid practice. However, it is, in my opinion, it is overused and inappropriately used, and which devalues it for a lot of closed cultures that use the phrase shamanism to describe their practice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mostly because either... People aren't learning the actual name of their practice, so they'll just say it's shamanism. Or because of systematic racism in which their language was destroyed and they actually don't remember the name of it or like the name has been lost to time and it's just shamanism is what they call it. Or other reasons. There's a lot of reasons. My biggest with it, apart from all like, you know, the racism stuff is the it's it's often playing into a stereotype um and yeah and it's just i don't know i can't i can't find the word in it it's just sometimes it's just going for the aesthetic and it's struggled of the the cultural kind of background and yeah all of that like uh, well we've got an episode yeah. on that i know we touched on it in the red flags one yeah, we, we should get into an episode. But yet again, we're like, yet again, it's a valid practice. However, because like a lot of people look at the aesthetics and like blah, 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 it does tend to get overused and a lot of things that aren't shamanism get referenced to as shamanism. Yeah, like, like a lot of new age sort of um, practices do get kind of boiled up into shamanism. Well, I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, I know we'll go I've... into it in more detail. It's just. Anyways, yeah, I could, I could go on. I won't. I'll stop it. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I have more points today. Yeah. Aesthetics. I know you okay. Do. So that TikTok filter is. Thing. It's a look. Yep. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna stop looking at that. Anyways, um, a second recenter yourselves. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to our notes. Oh, um. So we kind yeah. of can see what's what's not dressing like a heathen, and it's not smearing black paint on your eyelids and drawing a rune on your forehead and going, "I'm an authentic heathen reenactor now." As I don't even heathens didn't wear that. Like, they were just people. There is no denying that it looks badass. <laughs> it does. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking the look, like... It just, it, it... I like to sleep <laughs> more than I like to put on makeup. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, so then, what is dressing like a heathen? I think it's, it's just being comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's dressing however you want to dress, really. Like, jam jams. Jam jams. Jams for the win. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I like athleisure is because I can look more professional and I still feel like I'm wearing jam jams. Anyways. <laughs> uh, not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. Is jam jams an actual thing? <laughs> I'll find know. out. If it's not, we're going to put it on a sticker. God. Jam jam. Oh, jam jams. Like little yeah, rituals and jam jams. 
Instead of bunny slippers, we could have squirrel slippers. Oh my lord. Yeah. See, now I'm confused, because you say jam jams, and while like that rings a bell, I think we say jim jams. What are jim jams? Jim jams. Okay, one second. I need to Google this. Like, I think... Apparently jam jams are a cookie. So now I'm just going to... Mm. Yeah, I was going to say jam jams are like those those double layered cookies that have jam in the middle. And oh, okay, yeah. So Jim <laughs> Wow. Uh, an... Apparently the Oxford dictionary describes Jim jams as a fit of depression or nervousness. Oh. <laughs> well, see, okay. choose more. Go down more. More. But it's also It's, it's the it's second also definition. Oh god, one second, one second, there's more. It's the second thing. A small knickknack. No, uh, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. It says Jim Jam, second day. Oh, pajamas, Informal there we go. British, it's a noun. Found it. Sometimes doing a ritual in your Jim Jams will help you get out of the Jim Jams. God damn it. <laughs> I just call them jam yes. jams. I don't. I don't know if I've ever actually heard that somewhere, or if I was just one day like my brain like had a slight period of functioning <laughs> and was like jam jams. Gotta be though. Be. This is what we might. We might actually just okay. Jam jams meaning it could be a case of it just says informal American. Maybe. I don't know. I think Theo made it up. We are. Really hyper focusing on jam jams today. Shh. Oh, hey! Yes. Yeah, I didn't make it up. Look at that. Exciting. Yeah. Theo did not dream it up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Godlike being that is a deity in video games. Yeah. Holy that. shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that's not what I mean. I mean my pajamas. I'm not godlike. God of real heathens wear jammies. Anyways, um, put that on the Feel comfortable in. Anyways, so dressing like a heathen is wearing whatever you want to wear. If if you really want to live your life wearing full authentic period wear from like when Norse heathens would have existed in whatever time frame they existed, like just because fashion would have changed probably. Anyways, um. (laughs) Go for it. If you yeah, want, that. if you want to dress quote uh, quote unquote like a brosa true person, like we described earlier, whatever, wear what you want. Like, as long as you're comfy. As long as you're comfy. Hello. And also, Hello, please don't wear hate symbols. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like really, all, all really the only all invalid thing I would I would think would be wearing hate symbols. Correct. Yeah. Just like whatever you want to wear a, Thor- a shirt that says Odin has Thor on it. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like, <laughs> that's your business. Maybe you're just trolling people. I would be, but like, just don't wear hate symbols, please. Um, Sif, did you have a thought? I have thoughts. How many? Are they good ones. Do you want to <laughs> share with the class? <laughs> 
no, it's it's it was mostly just the you know the uh, I don't know. I'm too tired to oh, verbalize my thoughts, which is good when you're running running a podcast. Um, so, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I and, think end credits. Uh, it's whatever you want to dress like. And also, um, you can look however you want. Heathens do not have to be ripped. Thank God. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's transition um, into ritual attire then, because mm-hmm. like I live my everyday life looking like a hot mess, but sometimes there are specific rituals that I've been to where you don a headdress, not shamanistic headdress, not any of that, like a head covering some kind of, or a veil, yeah, like a head covering or a veil, or a thing, which can yeah. be anything from a bandana tied over your hair to a really elaborate hat. Like, whatever. Fascinator. Yeah, a fascinator. Sif, what are face coverings and things typically done? Asking you because hell is in your hearth cult. Yes, it is. How to word this? Brain functioning. Um, When working with death gods in particular, among many heathens and pagans, um, to cover your face, there's a variety of reasons for about like not drawing the attention of death and, you know, spirits or beings associated with death. It's, you know, there is that situation between life and death. I don't do that because I'm more of the opinion that obviously life and death, uh, I don't see it as more like a divide, but more of a, a continuation. And my praxis with hell is very much one of respect, trust. So obviously I don't wear a face covering. I think that would fly in the face of it, almost like hiding... I'm saying I trust you, here I am, here's an offering to you, but I'm going to cover my face because I don't want to, you know, bring death energy or what have you into the ritual space. I know people that do, and that's completely fine. Well, and I feel like, okay, and this is from my interactions, am I interrupting you? No. Okay. This is my interpretation based on interactions, you're, like, people, just my personal interactions, um... Hell worship as we do it is more um, evolutionary. It's a newer thing. Um, because a lot of people in heathenry have always been like the hell or the death deity altar is over there. You do not put them on the same altar. You have to wear a mask when you interact and stuff. And it's very... Um, I don't think... There's nothing historical that I know of for that. I mean, no, we don't have any historical evidence of hell worship at all. Yeah. So we are bringing in, bringing in other influences from, say, Hellenic mm-hmm. um, approaches and like which, deities. Um, yeah, it was like which is that. not unheard of. Um. Mm-hmm. Yes, Millie. Come here. Um. But yeah, so like. That That is how it... I mean, and there's still a large portion of heathens that do it that way, which is fine. It's not how we do it. And that's okay, too. Um, though I have interacted with people who do it the other way that hear how I do it, and they're like, what? Oh my god! And I'm like, eh. 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 Well, sometimes it's I totally fun. respect hell and death and... Yes, that's to say that though. I do wear masks occasionally during rituals, but not for that reason. I just, I just, you know, for the vibe. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Cool. Have fun. It's not. It, this isn't a, it's in my serious heathenry. <laughs> <laughs> it legitimately changes the vibe. Yeah. Something about it makes everything feel very. Absolutely. It's exactly. like aggressively like more liminal. Being surrounded by candlelight at midnight on Halloween with your oh, eyes covered. Yes. So extra. That that vibe right there is just how I mm-hmm. love my entire life to be. It's yep. really fucking cool. Yeah. Um Even yep. better if you're wearing your t shirt that says skull. And it's <laughs> yes. really humanry. <laughs> uh yep. That note. Um, is it a thing? And I've seen this before, like, not even just for heathens, but pagans. Like, is it more valid or is it, like, expected to try to dress more sustainably as a heathen? Or, like, if if it's not, like, a standard or something people automatically think of, is it valid to work that into your praxis? I think it's a great thing to work into your practice. Yeah. I love it. I think everybody should work that mm. into their living. Yeah. For the planet. Please, thank you. Honor the land whites. Where? Exactly. Don't take more than you give. And uh, nourish around you. You know, we've spoken to this, about this before. It's These are my personal views, but I don't see how we get spicy. Capitalism really fits into heathenry in that respect so it's Listen, it's not a heathen anything value. that yeah. you can <laughs> try and source sustainably where possible you know be as environmentally friendly as possible it, again it's all about respecting and anything I mean, you can do that's also any small uh, amount i was gonna say we say any small amount because like there's going to be limits to what each individual can do and that's okay like yeah. And if you're just someone who's like, I don't give a shit about that, like, okay, that's fine. Like, no one's saying you have to do that. If you don't give a shit about it, I do encourage you to try. Yeah, like... you might find you do give a shit about uh, it. Yeah. What say is, like, I'm in the... We're Kenna and I are in the U.S., as I'm sure most of you know. Sif is across the pond. But... Just like as we look across the pond and it's like everything is ridiculously hot over there and it still is and has been for a while and it's like holy shit that's bad. Um, But yeah, yet again uh, trying to practice anything more sustainable doesn't make you less of a heathen at all. It could be cool to like try a little bit to whatever your ability or um, capability reasonable capabilities are dedicate your thrift store trips to frig yeah it'll help you yeah trust Kenna on that actually yeah. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> um i am blessed you are really. so blessed holy shit yeah. um frig's just looking down going yes do the cool shit live find this yeah I mean, I've generally always been more thrifty because I i don't make a ton of money. But anyways, um, that's besides the point. So, yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Um, I guess I feel like we covered most of the stuff except one last thing. Do you guys have anything you want to add before the thingy? Uh, um, 
I have I... thoughts that I've. Tell us your thoughts. Caroline. Car- it's fine. I want to know your thoughts. It's, I guess, just a summary. Uh, it is just a summary, I guess. Huh. Of just. Okay, so Sif summarizing um, at the end. Well, Wait. you know, we need we need a Kenna summary as well. Well, I, I multiple summaries. There's, that's, that's there's one more point, and Theo has more points. Yes. We want to cover the last point, and then you can summarize with all of your thoughts and feelings. I don't know which is the last point, Theo. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> some small things you can use to look "quote unquote" heathen if you want to. Perfect. That's what I wanted to. Okay. 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 So professionals. Yeah. You can wear traditionally heathen jewelry, like the good old Mjolnir, um, and stuff. Mjolnir. Fantastic. If you're Mjolnir. if you're Kenna, um, people named Theo can find random ass things like rune rune scrunchies and show them to you, and you buy them. Correct. And <laughs> stuff like that. Or you know what? You can Quick DIY all of it. Like, like get a black t-shirt from or whatever color t-shirt from the thrift store and like takes do some bleach painting like write something in the runic alphabet oh, yes. there is nothing more heathen in my personal opinion and experience than making shit so one of the ways to ensure that with the proper runic alphabet and just buying that that you are in no way at all supporting fascism or bigotry Isn't it fun being oh dear. Even? No, I'm just... Isn't it great? Oh, it's so hard. Anyways. Um, it's fine. But... No. But ritual jewelry. Setting aside specific pieces of devotional jewelry for ritual purposes is a great way to do. Especially if you're like ADHD and have trouble getting into a ritual space. Little triggers like that can actually be really helpful in transitioning from mundane activity to ritual activity. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Is that actually a thing? Difficulty with transition? And like having specific things to transition? Yeah. That explains so many things. My kids who struggle with transition from not school to school will do a little like routine of getting into school vibes. I know to get in the mood for like giving a presentation or something, I always have to pull my hair up and do a ponytail. Yep. Which I started doing when I was in speech and drama and stuff like that. Yeah, they're a lot more common than people think, but sometimes you just have to explain it so someone understands what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have a thing where you can tell when I'm going into like work mode because I get very silent and quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so... I guess masking. Yeah. This is on topic. Well, it's fine. Topics are <laughs> fake. But for a lot of like ADHD and yeah. autistic people, the transition to pro- pro- like having a quote unquote productive day is putting jeans on. Stay in your pajamas all day. You're mm-hmm. not going to get any work done. But once you put pants on, and you could actually do things. That's so a real sense. big mood. Yeah. So much sense. Yep. And for people who are ADHD, neurodivergent, or autistic, some if you're struggling to convince yourself to do a ritual, something like that might help. 
if you're like genuinely frustrated that you're not able to get into ritual headspace, finding a specific like external trigger like that can be really helpful. Kenna has sometimes clothes are the best way to do that. Kenna has convinced me to attempt mm -hmm. some kind of routine where I wake up and put on clothes immediately for like oh, a week or two. Awful? It sounds terrible, and like <laughs> making my bed. I make my bed routinely. Making your bed helps. Yeah, but it's like maybe I need to try that on like my days off, hey. and I'm like, ah! you know, I hate <laughs> that everyone's mom was right. Making your bed does help. It's kind okay. of bullshit. Look, but no. my mom also made us all have like 15 fucking throw pillows on our beds. Yeah, for the aesthetic. Yes, that's dumb. Okay, if you like important. having fifteen throw pillows, that's valid. But my neurodivergent ass, like, <laughs> refute. Like, it's like if I have to put fifteen pillows on the motherfucking bed, I'm not gonna do it. It's a bed on the floor now. All the pillows. Yeah. I know someone who, uh, <laughs> our friend Valley, would enjoy that. <laughs> Love Valley. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, awesome. Yes. Are amazing. Anyways, um, sorry. But anyways, okay. So it is valid to do that. My, I just know, like, I used to loathe making my bed because I knew I had to put all those throw pillows on. And like, okay, I guess here's a disclaimer, and it's something I've actually been learning about recently, and kind of on topic, kind of off topic. But like, make routines. Like, if you're gonna try something to get you more in the mood for heathenry, or, like, even just doing productive shit, make routines that don't inconvenience you. Like, right. because I know if I had to put 15 throw pillows on my bed, I would not make my bed. I'm like, yeah, it looks nice, but I know if I have them, I'm not gonna do it, so I don't have them. Like, yeah, don't set yourself up for failure in that way. And if you're someone who, like me, doesn't particularly enjoy putting makeup on, like, either don't, like, if, don't wear it, or find a light routine that, like, if you feel like you need to put on makeup for some reason. Um, I mean, if, like, it just makes you feel better, that's valid, but, like, uh, oh. figure it out. Like, figure out what works for you. Like, I don't I don't think there's a reason to go about life with things that you can actually control that you do like putting like what clothes you wear how you make your bed um what makeup you put on there's no reason to go about life doing things like that that you hate correct like don't do it to force us back to our topic for some of you I know this is true for me because I started off in heathenry by dedicating my makeup to Freya. So there is a degree to which I think ritual ritual makeup is super cool and valid and awesome. I'm not super into the like pseudo shamanistic kiss vibes, but <laughs> there is some really cool stuff to be done with uh, ritual makeup as well that I think is super cool. So if you do that, you're not the only person. Yeah. Okay. I mean that that all makes total sense. I love it. Mm. Okay. I think is that everything? I think we did it. We did it. Sif, what were your thoughts? 
Okay, my thoughts. Essentially, there is no right way to dress as a heathen. Mm. There we go. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as you're not wearing hate symbols, live your best life. Mm. If you want to dress up in ritual attire for rituals, like proper go all out, do it. If you want to dress up in armor, I'm saying this for myself on a day to day basis, do it. <laughs> I should. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, if if you like having t-shirts that say skull on them and that's your vibe and you've got the shaved head, you know, it's shaved sides, like braided hair, I mean, do it, go for it. I would be hypocrite if I told you not to, seeing as although my hair isn't braided, I do have shaved sides. I've, you know, my rune tattoos are heatily. I think ultimately it's about finding what you enjoy and what gives you find your happiness vibes and however you want to show some beliefs that's absolutely fine and valid um then yeah if everyone else just if you want to wear a mjolnir that is enough if you if you don't want to wear a mjolnir that is also enough there is no right and wrong when it comes to dressing as a heathen essentially so there we go thoughts i think i think that sums it up pretty well Uh, I don't recall that we have made this specific point, so I'm going to put it in here. We talked about the shamanism vibe and aesthetic, but there is an important point to be made that in dressing like a heathen, you have to be sure that you are not appropriating this, because there is significant overlap between dressing like a heathen animist reconstruction and oopsie whoopsie I stole that from a Native American tribe and did not consider it just even a closed practice so which isn't to say you should be scared of buying leather and wearing it for ritual you should probably double check especially if you are uh, like me in areas of the United States that are heavily concentrated with concentrated with Native American reservations, you probably want to check it out out of respect for the land you're on, respect for the people around you, and out of respect for your own practice. Yeah. As um, our friend Kateri says, um, she is a an indigenous woman. I don't remember which tribe. I could go find it. If we find it, we should list it. Um, it's often recommended by indigenous people to like, I mean, obviously like don't steal from close practices, but also like if you are on the lands of a tribe, um, maybe check in with the tribal elders, like with a few people there and see like how you can best respect the land and like make sure that you're not stepping on the toes of the people who the land belongs to. Right. Now I think we can wrap up. (laughs) My only end point is that real heathens have colored hair and pronouns. (laughs) These are the rules. I don't make them. I just enforce them. I can actually say that now because my hair is still red. Fantastic. I'm blonde. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
That's a color. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, about to say, like, my normal brunette color, I guess, so. Yeah, okay, like. <laughs> hair colors are valid. <laughs> heathens have heads, and often <laughs> the capability to grow hair of some color, and that's cool. At some point. Uh, but yeah. Alright, well, I, I think that's all we have. <laughs> that was a good outro. Like, be a heathen, dress how you want. I, I think I'm gonna so. wear a skull t-shirt with me. Cool. I might get one. Skull t-shirt? Sif, have you seen mine? Somewhere. You could make us a skull yes, t-shirt. Oh shit. That oh, that's true, I could. Yeah. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> Real heathens wear weirdos merch at all times. Hey, hey. I don't wear weirdos merch at all times. Nothing at all. I mean, I guess we could start putting pants in the Etsy shop. Or the Etsy? Wow. Redbubble shop? Wow. I don't know where my brain went. Anyways. um, Elsewhere. God. Anyways. So, that all being said. We have a Discord server. We'll be linked below. It is free. It's fun. We like talking there. We hang out there frequently. We'd love to see people. I mean, there are people there. We love them. And more people <laughs> would also be fun. And yeah. It's just the one. Oh, there's more than one. There's a couple hundred at this point. It'd be really funny to slide just this one person that goes in and out. Hi. Like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, Join us. Li- we literally need Don't... one more person, and we'll be at 260 members as uh, of this recording. We have a red bubble, which uh, we were just referencing when I was telling Sif that uh, she could make us a skull T-shirt. That'd be fun. I don't know. Check yep. it out. It's fun. Oh yeah. And yeah. Other than that, we have a Patreon. If you are able and willing, please join us there. We have special perks like um, live recorded episodes once a month, um, SIF art drops, polls for new upcoming things you'd like to hear about, etc. It's pretty fun. I don't know. I think it's fun. But yeah, (laughs) that all being said, time to actually end this episode. Remember to weave the connection between the like, subscribe, and bell button. And remember, keep heathenry weird. Yay, we did it! We did it!